With over 30 years of experience in the job force, you can bet I've run into a variety of people. Some average performers, some stronger than others, a few top performers. Conversely, I can count on one hand a few people I've run into that just weren't giving their best. Unfortunately, they may be the weakest link in their organization. Let's talk about that today in today's podcast episode number 82, Are You the Weakest Link? Join me. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. Today's episode is number 82. Are you the weakest link? Hey there. So before we get into today's show content, I want to let you know I'm really proud that I moved into a new office setting. I'm hoping that the audio quality is going to be just as good or even better. The echo is minimized and just overall, everything sounds terrific. Go ahead and leave some comments in any of our social media at Craig Ansell for LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram to let us know how we're coming through loud and clear or there's some room for improvement. If you do notice something, a bug or a glitch, please be specific so I can work on it with my team and we can provide you the absolute best audio quality and content going into the new year. Back to our show. The topic is episode 82. Are you the weakest link? So what brought this up for today's show content? I ran into someone the other day that I had an interaction with that, let's just say, was less than stellar. I was disappointed in the way that they responded to the situation that I had. I was disappointed when I asked for solutions that they rejected my ideas. And I was disappointed that they weren't willing to escalate or reach out to their management to get support. If you've ever run into a situation, whether it's out in, you know, out in shopping, out in the service field, customer service by phone or internet, you might know what I'm talking about. There's just someone that rubs you the wrong way. You can't seem to get through to them about the situation at hand, the urgency of the matter, or your concern is not being validated on their end. You might talk and explain yourself to your blue in the face, as the old expression goes, and the listening party just isn't processing. They just repeat back the same old response and appear not to process and understand the true situation at hand. Over my 30 plus years working in various industries, I've run into a handful of people that just weren't giving it their all. So far, I'd say, They might even be the weakest link in their group or organization. Now, we can talk a little bit about what creates a weak link and ask ourselves, as we come to the end of the year, where do we stand on the link index? Are we weak? Are we strong? Or are we exceptionally strong? Many of us might like to think that we are the best of the best of the best, sir, That's a movie line, I think, from Men in Black and Will Smith. But really, it takes quite a bit of effort, quite a bit of focus, quite a bit of training, 
and even a uh, personality shift, if you will, to be the best. As I mentioned in episode 81, titled, You Can't Always Be On, you can't always give your best. You may think that you are, but you'll eventually weaken. You'll eventually suffer some form of burnout. Some forms of burnout can be worse than others, and if they're ongoing because the level of effort you give is continuous, you exceed the average of work hours on a normal week or a normal month, and you continue to repeat that process, you can damage yourself mentally and physically. But that's not what today's show is about, about always being on. Rather, it's about the opposite. Are you the weakest link? Now, the weakest link could be because you have the least training in your group or organization. You have the least or lowest amount of education compared to your peers. Or it could be the level of knowledge you possess with regards to the product or service that you're supporting. There's one other thing, though. It's not always about education, knowledge, or training. It can be about your emotional intelligence your social communication skills. Many times, that can be the basis for what forms the weakest link. If you've ever received a performance review, in writing or verbally, that just really caught you off guard, and it talked about your lack of ability to communicate with others, the fact that you don't listen when others are speaking, or you don't process what others are saying well, You don't come up with good solutions for problems. You don't seem to understand the situations at hand before you speak or before you act. You always like to take the center of attention and be the one that speaks the most during meetings. The problem is, the information that you're sharing just isn't valuable. It does not pertain, and it's not focused on the topic at hand. You're just talking to talk, so to speak. All those areas can be signs of a weakness with your emotional intelligence and your social communication skills. I have an older episode I'll try to look up during the show, and if not, I'll pause and go ahead and get the title for you later. But it was called The Three P's, and it stood for Powerfully Placed Pauses. You should look that show up and listen to it if you have time. I'll try to dig that up in the near future and see if I can get that for you. What it was about was knowing when to be quiet and listen, and knowing when to speak. Uh, Yes, okay, it was episode 51, Powerfully Placed Pauses. You might want to bookmark that and give that a listen. I'll put a link in the show notes. But why I bring that up is also about today's show, about being the weakest link or wondering if you are. How well do you truly listen when others are speaking? Do you wait for others to finish before you respond? Have you caught yourself talking over other people and then almost having to apologize because you've kind of run on and take the mic from them, so to speak? How about with emails or texts? Do you read the full email or text message and then respond thoughtfully, concisely, and clearly? Or do you read the first part of it, assume that you know what the rest of it's about, and you respond quickly just to get it checked off as if to be a to-do item and you wanted your slate clean? The weakest link can be caused by a number of situations, as I mentioned, but one of the biggest is lack of communication. 
An example that I faced was when I needed something from a particular group within our company years ago, and I reached out to that person, confirming that that was their job skill or job set. Basically, they had not been responding to my emails, so I followed up by phone call to ensure that they received my messages and understood the urgency. I basically was met with being told they were too busy. They had too much on their plate and they were unable to help me. I asked them if they understood what the request was for, what project it was for, and the fact that it was urgent because not only did it need to support our company, but it also needed to support the end customer. We needed to provide that service. We needed to provide that end product. They understood it all and certainly had time to talk to me by phone, but I was repeatedly met with, I'm too busy, I don't have time. Sometimes that stumped me, but in this particular case, I had a good idea in mind. I took a pause and I thought, you know, because you're so busy, I looked up and I noticed that your manager is person X. Would you mind that I reach out to your manager just to let them know how busy you are so they can acknowledge it and maybe they can offer some assistance? That way, the person knew that I was going to escalate the matter or raise it to their manager's level of attention, and that I would also copy them so that they were aware of the situation and I wasn't going behind their back, so to speak. When that happened, that manager didn't respond by email either, so I reached out by phone as well in a prompt fashion. I was basically met with the same story. That manager was too busy, his employee was too busy, and they didn't have time to support my needs, which ultimately were to support the end paying customer. That was frustrating in itself. I didn't see the need to escalate one matter further into director level leadership because I had seen that not only at the individual contributor level, the base working level, there was a problem being too busy or perceived too busy, but with the first layer of management, they were also too busy to support. Typically, when you escalate or raise something to a manager's level of concern, there should be some type of support function in place that if the employees are too busy, the manager should be able to delegate to another person on their staff to help with that situation, or the manager themselves may have been actually one that came and promoted up from the lower ranks. They should be able to do that role or position as well. If not, with their network at the managerial level, they may be able to spread the workload out and ask others for help. That's not the case what happened to me in this particular situation. Realizing I hit two dead ends and that time was running short for my request and my ultimate customer need and the due date, I reached out to my management to let them know, not ask by the way, I reached out to let them know what my plans were, was basically to bypass the base level working person and that manager and perform their job function by learning how to do it and going around them working with their network. My management in this case supported me. Now, mind you, I didn't do it aggressively and I didn't do it rudely or with the fact that I was trying to offend or demean someone. I simply had the focus of the end customer in mind, and when I worked through that process, I explained to other people that I was working with, potentially this person's peers or this manager's peers, that they were both busy and that we had a solution that we needed to apply. Others eventually did help me. 
I realized I wasn't the best person to take on that role because I had not performed that activity before, but using the network that those two had, I was able to be resourceful and complete that activity, ultimately ending with a solution. Now, how much time did it take? And did it also require me to work nights and maybe some part of my weekend? Yes, it did. Will I ever call on that person again? It's not likely. Although people can change, I'm pretty sure that was something that was formed in fashion and deep-rooted in their inner soul that they were just, quote, too busy. I thought speaking to the manager might improve things, but sometimes the tree rots from the top down, meaning it's not always happening at the base level, that other levels of management might support that unfortunate negative view or negative trend with the appearance, I'm too busy, we're too busy. Notice in this example, not once was I provided with a solution or an alternate idea from either the individual working level contributor or the manager. That's something that can be a sign of weakness, especially if you're someone in leadership. They didn't offer to escalate to their management or director level people. They simply wanted to shut my request down because they were, again, too busy. This really wasn't meant to be a complaining session on my situation that occurred, but simply to tell you it can be about the way you're treated. Sometimes the chain of command is only as strong as the weakest team member. Sometimes there's a weak team member at the base level, the individual contributor level. Sometimes that weak link can be someone in management. As in this last case, it was at least someone in the first level of management. Perhaps if I had gone higher up to the director level or senior vice president level, I might have seen a similar situation. The unfortunate part, working with those two individuals, they likely aren't high performers, They likely aren't getting a large portion of work done, and they believe that they're extremely busy. What if someone were to offer them a solution, such as the Career Growth Made Easy podcast? What if there were ways to improve their efficiency and learn how to place powerfully placed pauses in their conversations? What if they learned how to listen more than they talk? If you've ever been in a weak link position, thinking that you were the strongest one and yet realized you were showboating or thought you knew the answer, but in reality weren't the best person to solve that problem or answer that question, it's good that you stood up and spoke up. But sometimes if there's others in the room or other resources that are available, it might be easier to let them handle the situation. Listen to what they communicate Listen to how they communicate. Take notes. You can ask questions during your call or your meeting. You can additionally reach out to those people, perhaps they're SMEs, subject matter experts, and you can ask them after the call, hey, on the topic we just discussed, I had a question about this. Why did you choose to answer it this way? Or how does the process work that you explained on the phone? I'd like to learn more. So, Where we're going with today's episode, are you the weakest link? Perhaps you're not. Many people aren't. It takes a lot of effort to become stuck in your ways and, you know, basically to be burned out and unwilling to perform. But if you're on the way there because you've just done too much in 2020 and 21 and just really felt the strain and stress of COVID, take a breather. Take a break. 
during this holiday season before we crank into 2022 full bore and just reevaluate yourself. Ask yourself, where are you in the chain link sequence? Weakest, average, good, great, or perhaps exceptional? Now, warning, if you think highly of yourself, that's a good thing, but get some peer checks, talk to family, talk to friends, talk to some colleagues, and ask them where your strengths are and where your weaknesses lie, because I assure you, everyone has strengths and everyone has at least one weakness. And if you don't like to hear the word weakness, I joke when I help people with interviews, and if they can't find that weakness, I tell them, okay, you have many strengths. What is your least strength? That's just some food for thought, a different way to look at things, to pick your brain and make you go, hmm. Thanks for listening to episode 82 of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I've been your host, Craig Ansell. We are at December 20th. Christmas is around the corner. Happy holidays to all. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you one more time before the new year. Have a wonderful week ahead, my friends. Wherever you are and whatever holidays you celebrate, peace and God bless. Remember, you don't have to be the weakest link.